You're listening to Midlife State of Mind Podcast, hosted by Aaron Beadle, a midlife gal who dishes on all the challenges and opportunities that come with this middle section of your life. Each episode, you'll find yourself going between laughter and tears as she covers all the topics you need to know about midlife. Welcome back to Midlife State of Mind. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode today. If you are a new listener to the podcast, I would love to have you hit the follow button so that you can stay in the loop and know whenever new episodes release each week. Also, if any episode has particularly resonated with you, and if you enjoy the content that I create, I would be immensely grateful if you would leave me a rating and a written review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. And lastly, if you are interested in some additional ways that you can support the podcast, take a look at the show notes to see some of my favorite things. The products linked are all ones I use and love and I would recommend to any of my best girlfriends, which includes all of you. If you choose to purchase with my link, the podcast will earn a small commission, which will just help to offset some of the expenses of producing it. Let's get into today's episode. I'm titling this one, Three Things Every Midlife Woman Should Know. And keep in mind, this is strictly my opinion. And of course, it doesn't cover everything, but it is some things that I consider a top priority. I mean, we all know that midlife is a challenging time anyways, right? Changing hormones, empty nesting, you know, maybe what we would call a midlife crisis. Also, it can bring new health concerns and lots of uncertainty and questions about our future. And so I wanted to go over three things that I think are really important that all women in midlife should know. The first is to know your health stats. You know, that saying that health is wealth and as someone who has had some pretty unique health challenges over the years. Knowing your health statistics is just really key to helping you have a good quality of life. You want to be proactive and you want to know what is important so that you can track if you need to make any changes. So things like your blood pressure, your blood sugar levels, your cholesterol, and then your hormone levels, sex hormones, and as well as your thyroid levels, as someone who has had my right thyroid out, getting those thyroid levels in the right place has been challenging and taken some tweaking of some of my thyroid medication. And so all of those things like blood pressure, like I said, blood sugar levels, all of those should be checked yearly. And then of course, for women, we need to have mammograms and I think the recommended is every year. Some doctors will tell you every two years. And then bone density test. I'm actually, I'm almost 54 and I've never had a bone density test. DEXA scan, I think is what it's called. And you should have a bone density test, a baseline done at 50. And then you should have one done every two years. And then another thing that has been on the rise is the incidence of colon cancer. Younger and younger, they used to say, have your first colonoscopy done at 50. And then if it's clear, you can wait 10 years. Now they're changing that to, if you don't have a family history, I believe that they changed it to 45. If you do have a family history, they're even saying in your 30s that you need to start. And then based on your test results, your doctor will tell you, okay, you are good for 10 years. I actually had a colonoscopy colonoscopy done in my early 40s. And I actually, a good reminder to me, I need to put it in my calendar to call and get another one scheduled. Some of the tests may be needed more frequently just based on your family history. 
I'm going to link to a checklist in the show notes over each medical test that you should have and the frequency that is recommended. It can all depend on your family history, your ethnicity, your lifestyle. So all of this is something that you would need to discuss with your physician. This is absolutely not to take the place of any conversation that you would have your, with your medical professional. Also, the Mayo Clinic has a really good fitness assessment that allows you to measure your fitness levels so that you can set fitness goals and track them. And I will also link to that assessment in the show notes. The second thing that I think all women in midlife should know is know your finances. And this one, I got to admit, as a non-numbers person, if that's even a designation that you can have, I don't like numbers. It's the least fun to do a deep dive into, but it's really important to know where you stand financially. Historically, women have had less financial literacy than their male counterparts, and even more so when they are married. Knowing your finances is really important because we are getting to the age where in midlife we're preparing for retirement. And in order for you to really be prepared, the first thing you have to do is get control of your finances. And then you need to have the preparation for any financial shocks that you could have, like long-term health care needs, just any kind of unexpected things that can come up. And then with that knowledge, you can get on track to meet your financial goals. Everyone should know what their financial goals are, what they're going to need to retire on, how much money they'll need to make expenses accounting for inflation for each year. There are two types of individuals that can help you with that. It's a financial advisor and a financial planner. A financial advisor helps clients with a wide range of financial services, whereas a financial planner only works within the scope of planning. And a financial planner will analyze your budget and your spending habits, and they'll help you to create short and long-term saving strategies, and they'll review your retirement goals to help you plan to reach them by retirement age. A lot of employers have affiliations with financial planners, so if you're currently employed, you could ask your human resources for recommendations. But I'm also going to link to a website that gives a quiz and it will match you with up to three vetted fiduciary advisors. And side note, fiduciary is just one of the words that I find hilarious. I don't know why. And the last thing that I think every woman in midlife should know is know your purpose. And of course, there is not a convenient checklist for this. Like, oh, check, check, check. But I feel like it's just as important as your health and financial literacy. Midlife is often a time of reflection as we realize that things that we thought were important aren't as important as we thought they were, right? We've all realized that time is precious. We all have realized how fast time goes. And a lot of times through that introspection, we decide, okay, I only have X number of years left and what do I want to do with them? For some people, like I mentioned about a midlife crisis, it can make you kind of have a midlife crisis. If you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know that is one of the reasons that drove me to create this podcast because becoming an empty nester, really devoting myself to raising my three boys. I taught yoga, had private yoga clients as a yoga therapist over the years, but I hadn't worked outside the home since I was pregnant with child number two, who is now 25. And studies have shown that the years from age 35 to 60 are usually the unhappiest times of your life. But the good news is that after this period, most people experience the happiest years of their life in the upper middle age. So from 60 on. 
from 60 to 70 is like the third happiest time in your life. From 70 to 80 is the second happiest time. And from 80 on is like the happiest time, probably because you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm still alive. But taking a reevaluation of your life's priorities can give you the ability to experience more happiness and knowing that each day needs to be lived to the fullest. Personally, I have made a lot of changes. I've changed a lot of my priorities in life. Travel is now a priority. Spending time with family, with my mom, who I'm still blessed to have alive. Each person obviously will have different priorities. I'm also going to link to a quiz. It's called the Claremont Purpose Scale. And it can also help you. It's not even though it's not a checklist, but it can kind of help you narrow down what is a burning passion of yours or maybe something that is always something that you've wanted to do. And then it can give you ideas on how to go about navigating that and strengthen that relationship with that. Hopefully today's episode, even though I know it's not a comprehensive list, it's just three of the things that I think for myself that I find to be really important and in conversations with my friends that are all my age, kind of on all of our minds at this stage in our life, knowing our health stats, like we now have the time to devote to our health. We also are all thinking about retiring and knowing that we want to live comfortably. So really having a handle on our finances and then knowing that we only have a certain number of years left. We want them to really count. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can head to my website, midlifestateofmindpodcast.com. Send me a message on our email, midlifestateofmindpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out on Instagram or Facebook, midlifestateofmindpodcast. I will be back next week with another episode. See you then. Bye. This has been an E-Squared production.